What's up and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk, episode 37, the Sean Alexander edition. I'm J.D. Johnson, your host. Alongside me always is the Houdini himself. Dino, how are we? Living a dream. How we doing? Fantastic. Also with us is the one and only the great De Palma. How are we, boys? Dude, I'm so cold. It's like 42 degrees with like 40 mile an hour winds in Pennsylvania. I'm just shivering my arse off up here. Me and Dean are living it up in 90-degree weather right now in South Florida. <laughs> hate to be that guy, though. Yeah, you're being that <laughs> guy, Jedi. What the hell? <laughs> I hate to be that guy, though. All right, guys, I have told you this like for a while that I needed to tell you this. I, I hope it's not like a bad story because I know I hyped it up a lot. But to me, Dean, you know me pretty well. It's very hard to make me like laugh, laugh, like very hard. Like, I'm not a guy that laughs at anything. Like, it needs to be funny. And so let me just say the quick story. This past weekend, I went to Halloween Horror Nights. It's a lot of fun. Love Stranger Things, Ghostbusters, uh, all that other good stuff. It's great. Um, but so I originally bought my ticket online because it's a lot cheaper. If you are going, buy your ticket online. It's I think it's $30 cheaper, actually, if you buy it online instead of in person. But Bought my ticket online, bought the express pass, didn't know when I got there, the general admission was not included in the express pass. It was not told online. So that's also very <laughs> stupid. But so, yeah, also that was probably one of the most embarrassing things ever. Like when you got to walk all the way back to the line because you don't have the ticket, but had to go to guest services. And this is where the story gets really good. So I'm sitting there for an hour because there's such a long line for guest services because everybody's having this problem. Everybody got the express pass. Yeah, it was actually a frequent problem. The lady told me she was like, it just happens all the time. Is this finally like, get in line or nights like a theme park of Halloween shit? Yes. Okay. Cause Universal Studios. Like, oh, cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. But it's like really scary and it's like stranger things, ghostbusters, Yeti. Like it's all these we like, do movies, like, like, we do like horror hay rides and like haunted mansions and stuff like that. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm in line exchanging my ticket. Lady tells me, yeah, sorry, we're not allowed to exchange the ticket. I got a sweet talk and all that other stuff. Finally get my way, of course. I kind of sounded really good. <laughs> but I'm, uh, that beside guy, that, though, finally got, finally got my way. I was really excited. I mean, it was all three of us had the same problem. We all got the express pass. Um, she was like, all right, I'll let you do it. I'm listening to the lady next to me, though. She's having the same problem. I'm thinking... And she gives her the guy, uh, the girl that was next to us, her tickets. And right away, I just knew something was wrong because she walked up, started yelling at the lady, said, "Our tickets aren't working." Gave him the, threw the tickets at the lady. Um, <laughs> lady, l- lady's looking at him. She looks at him, goes in the back. I'm thinking this lady has like tickets that are fake. I'm like, oh, it's fraud. I was like, oh man, you're gonna get arrested or something buying fake tickets. Then she walks back and she goes, this is ridiculous. She, the lady gives her tickets back. She goes, this is ridiculous. I paid four hundred dollars for these tickets. I look at Gabe, my friend. I'm like, four hundred dollars. It's ninety dollars to get in here. I was like, what tickets are you paying for? I all of a sudden look over. The lady goes, this is the part where I almost puked because I was laughing so hard. She goes, wait, this isn't Disney World? <laughs> is, I, this, I, is this person an idiot? I, Dean, I, I, I started gagging because I was laughing so hard. Oh, my God. 
I didn't also idiot. feel embarrassed. I didn't feel rude laughing because I she, she's a first class moron. But oh. this, this is where it gets even better, Dean. De Palma gets better. I look over to see this lady has on Mickey ears and the dad, the husband has on a Mickey shirt. I was like, how lost could you be right now? Oh my she God. goes, wait, this isn't Disney? Storms out of the line, sprints to her car. And by, people keep asking me when I tell this story, oh, they must have been tourists. They're not from here. No, they were fully American. They had a thick American accent, spoke English very fluently. Like, they were definitely from America. Like, I was... Oh I have God, never seen dude. that before. I would have died. Like I, I probably would have been crying, laughing, like literally in tears. A little disappointed. You didn't bust your phone out. <laughs> it was everything was happening too quick, Dean. I thought I was on a camera show. I couldn't believe it was happening. <laughs> Just shocked by it. I will never forget that woman, and it was probably one of the funniest things ever that has happened in my entire life. I mean, I hope it wasn't overhyped, but you had to be there. It was too funny. But getting into a little sports, Dino, how was the Skins game? I know you went to the game. It, it was by far the worst football game I've ever attended in my life. <laughs> by far. Like, there was, there's no doubt about it. And, 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 and here's, here's my problem, right? My problem is, the first of all, it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah. It is, the, the Hard Rock is a beautiful stadium. The, the, the jerseys, the jerseys were fantastic. But when you go to a sporting event and you're sitting there staring at the jerseys, you know the game sucks. And <laughs> this guy and remarking on how well put together the stadium is. <laughs> right. And like, look, let, let's understand how the cheerleaders, Dean. They, they were good. Now, I I don't drink. Okay. So when I go to football games now, I'm 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 kind of aggravated. You know what I mean? Like at a hockey game, if you sit in the right spot, like you don't have to deal with any of that that garbage. But at a football game, no matter where you sit, it's it's going to be a disaster. But at halftime, my dad was like, let's go get something to drink, whatever. I'm walking out there. I'm standing with six Redskin fans, including my dad, right? We know the other two people. There's four of us. So we know the other two people. So there's six of us, all wearing Redskin stuff. This dude in a Dolphins uniform walks past us and goes, Redskins suck. <laughs> Oh my God, no way. Like he was not joking at all. And like literally got in my dad's face to make sure he say it. Every part of me went back to when I was 20 years old. And would have flipped out. And I am going to roll your shit. That fight, <laughs> that fight would have lasted eight seconds because he was hammered. I'm not. Yeah. And guess what? I am going to rock your shit. First of all, my dad's 63 years old. Okay. Second of all, the dude was like 30. And on top of that is, I would have kicked his ass. One nothing Rangers. I'm hype. Game sucked. Skin sucked. <laughs> Dolphins suck. Bad beat. Skins had an opportunity to kick a field goal to go up twenty to three. They missed it. They come down. They score. As we're walking to the parking lot, the guy, some other, because I left early. I was, I wasn't hanging around for the fourth quarter. It was awful. But I'm sitting there in the in the parking lot, and this guy goes, "Well, the Redskins just cost themselves the draft pick," and. <laughs> And I go, uh, I don't know about that. And my dad goes, it's not over. The guy goes, yeah, okay. About five minutes later, Dolphins tie it. And yep. at that point, I was 110% rooting for the Dolphins to win the game. They deserved to win the game other than the ridiculous first half that Rosen had because he's trash. But everything in, the, in that entire scenario says I 100% go for two, and I'm not even mad about it. I just think the play call was horrendous. Yeah, you got to go for – well, the – 
the that play call has worked a lot of times. That I think uh, Belichick and the Patriots did that with Edelman like a year or two ago. It's uh, you know kind of caught on with other teams. I see it a lot, um, but the execution was just piss poor. And yet, I, you know, I was really hoping they that the Dolphins didn't win that. Honestly, just for your state of mind, Dino. So I'm glad the Skins won the game. I, I was actually pissed. What? Because you want the higher draft pick. I, dude, I, I'm done with. I'm like. I mean, who I, they get, I, like what? I mean, do they go like linemen or something? Like, I, know, dude, I don't need. I don't need quarterbacks. I don't even care. I don't even care anymore. Even That's tr- the yeah. point that I'm at. I don't even care. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I lost the point for the predictions because I went against you. But I mean, Dolphins are morons. I didn't really watch the game. Could you explain to me why they went for the two point conversion and just like didn't want to tie the game? With like literally two seconds no, on the clock, dude. You're 0 and I five. I didn't understand. There's, there's, there's no reason. There, you're 0 and five. Yep. What's, That's what's, what everyone's telling me, though. That I'm not understanding. Like, wouldn't you want to well, at least try like to they're, win? They're not going to have another chance. Like, in every single game they've been in, they that hasn't been close. So you you have a chance to win it at home to get possibly your only dub on the year. Like, it's not looking good. Everyone knows you're trash. You got to go for the dub there, knowing it may not come up again this year. 110% go for it. Right. 110%. Kind of glad the Dolphins didn't win, though, because I didn't want to hear every single one of my friends the next morning saying that Fitzpatrick is a god and a legend and, like, the second coming of Christ because they won a game. And I mean, then next the next week, it would have been nothing. I mean, it kind of he kind of does look like the second coming of Christ. But this is no, this is this is Fitz magic. It 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 puts a spell over you for about three to four games, sometimes like six games. But it will be really great, and then it will come all come crashing down. But De Palma, you got a little umpire robot robot umpire talk yeah. to talk about? Yeah. So the Arizona Fall League, uh, Jacob Hayward, who's the younger brother of Jason Hayward, was ejected for arguing balls and strikes. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know that happens all the time. But it was made by a robot umpire. Now, it wasn't like, you know, like a R2-D2 out there making the call or anything. It's still a human umpire, and he's getting the call from the, the computer system or what have you. But it was this horrible pitch. It was this curveball, like, low and in on a righty that had no business being a strike. The guy was set up low and away outside and was trying to throw a pitch out there, completely misses a spot, wasn't even close to being a strike, and it gets called a strike, and the dude gets tossed for it. I think it's utterly, utterly ridiculous. I hope they never go to robot umpires. I'll take blown calls from a human all the time. I hate how they tried to make this, like, the way, like, let's fix the problem of bad calling, and then, the uh, like, the robot just, like, didn't fix the problem you see here. Right. Hold on a second. So is there still an umpire behind the plate? Yeah, he's got like a little earpiece. And I don't know if it says like ball or strike or like what exactly it says or, or anything like that. But he's basically got an earpiece in his uh, in his ear that will tell him what to call. That's insane. That's what yeah. I mean. That, so I just, I just I just saw the pitch. Why does he get ejected? Like he's not the guy making the call. Like the dude's obviously pissed, but he's not pissed at you. You didn't make the call. You're just the person, the messenger, you know? Yeah, I just saw the pitch. And this is exactly why robot umpires are terrible right. because that it's ball terrible. that ball allegedly crossed the plate. No but, chance. But but dude, like that is bad. That's that's that what is, I mean. Like you can't. It's just not gonna work. I, I and and if I was a player, I don't even think I would have gotten pissed. I just think I would have started laughing and after the game been like, "This is a joke." <laughs> yeah, I know. But moving on to a little bit of baseball. A little bit of old news, but we got to talk about it. Um, Astros won Game 5. Don't don't even talk about that, dude. We're past that. 
No, but I wanted to talk about more on the gr- grading the Rays' overall season. No one cares. Dude, we're in Someone Yankees. Someone cares. Mode. No, they don't. We're in Yankees mode. A minus. All right, I guess we're moving on from that then. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with you, though. I mean, they, do, they do deserve an A minus. Dude, yeah, for the. I'm- for the like the minimum amount of amount of payroll that they put out there year in and year out, the fact that they still play great baseball, like they win, but they play great baseball too. I really like the Rays. Yeah, I think they get like an A minus here. A. Yeah, but I, am I allowed to ask one more question? It's kind of like it's it's a worthy question. Is this going to be a consistent postseason worthy team for the next few years, or is this low budget team finally like just going to catch up to them and they're just going to like kind of wash as, up, like wash as, out? As long as cash is there, they're a playoff team. Yeah, they ain't going anywhere. I completely agree. But at some point, they got to spend a little bit of money. Like, I'm not saying go out and getting a Garrett Cole. They did something finally getting Charlie Morton. And look, I yeah. mean, that paid off. Oh. He's probably going to get third place in Cy Young. But I mean, they got to get like a good, good hitter or something. Takes Actually, time. a per- yeah, perfect uh, place would have been DJ LeMahieu, but the Yanks got him, obviously. I was just so, thinking about that. Like, someone so- like him. If we're talking about old news, let's talk about the, 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 I mean, just the absolute, like, if you want to grade teams on this year, like, that's fine. I'll grade teams who were eliminated. The, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers Oof. are an absolute embarrassment Oof. to a regular season team that dominated, especially at home. At home, yep. You know, like, guess what? Kershaw, your time's done. Okay. Because of the series against the Nats, I give the the Dodgers season a C. Do yeah. you also give Kershaw's overall career degrading for what's been happening? I, I think he's at a I think he's at a B right now, and I think it's trending down. Yeah, I think it's kind of like it's stagnant right now because it it's it's the only knack on his career, and it's a big knack to have not performing the postseason. Um, I feel like history, it's going to remain to be seen how it will look back on him. But he is one of the great talents of our time. And it is a shame that he just can't seem to win those postseason games, man, because he would go down as one of the better pitchers of our time or uh, of all time if he could win the postseason games. I mean, exactly. I mean, it's honestly kind of ridiculous. But I mean, I'm more impressed with the Nationals, man. I mean, Honestly, right after the podcast went off, um, the last podcast we did and we said the Nats or the podcast that we said the Dodgers. They had no chance. Yeah, I right when it turned it off, I changed my mind. And I remember I texted a few people and I even said the next day, it was the next day was game five. And at practice, I said, I was like, honestly, I don't know, man. I was like, I would not be surprised if the Nationals win. I said, because the the Dodgers are known for choking, man. It wouldn't surprise me. And I mean, it. In the beginning, it looked like I might have been wrong, but then they just kind of came back out of nowhere. Nuts. I mean, and they scored the like all those runs in like the last inning. I mean, it was crazy, but I, I'm really happy for them. I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I really wanted them to get out of that NLDS. They've achieved more than that. They're going to the World Series, man. I mean, good for them. Uh, think it's a little bit funny. I mean, Bryce Harper, like. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we get there, the Cardinals season, I give a B plus. I think they've had. I think they had a I, Cardinal. I get the Cardinals a B plus. I think they have a legit year. I think they they were they were able. Yeah, they were able to take care of the Braves, but you got absolutely steamrolled by the Nationals. Not just offensively, yeah, but th- through and through, like the staff defensively, offensively, you got steamrolled. Yeah, and. Be- 
that's that, that's where I start looking at like the cards need the cards need a, a dominant pitcher badly because of the the national series I would have given them a B plus but I'm just going to give them a middle like B I'm not giving them a B plus or a B minus I and I, the reason I'm giving them the B too is because I expected them to even make the playoffs and they obviously did that they beat the Braves who everybody was like favoring obviously I mean that's why I'm going just like with a normal B De Palma what do you got yeah, it's tough to like. I'm kind of noticing a trend with my picks on these. I think just like the third or fourth one we've done with it. Like, I feel like if you make the playoffs, even if you like, other than the Dodgers, I feel like the Dodgers would be like a C because of how bad of an exit it was. Uh, but I feel like these like you know middle of the road teams that you know win games or like aren't expected to win. I feel like if you make the playoffs, you win a series or even perform well in it. Uh, like it's got to be like a you know you know an A like A minus like in that range. Uh, maybe not a straight A, probably like A minus B plus range. But uh, it's still a successful season. It's not what you wanted to to happen at the end, but uh, you know you still had a good year. Yeah, I agree with that. Like if the Nats would have lost Game Five to the right. Dodgers, still a they, great year, man. They're still getting a B plus from me. Right. But but I, I JD, I don't know. I don't even know. Did I tag you in my tweet to Bryce Harper the next morning after they bounced the Cardinals? Did yeah. I tag you in that. Yeah. All, all I said was good morning, Bryce Harper. And it's just, dude, if the Yanks don't get past the Astros, which is a very possible thing, and on top of that, even if the Yanks do get past the Astros, I think either one of these teams will struggle heavily against Corbin, Scherzer, and Strasburg, fully loaded. Like, you're going to have to beat the pen. Offensively, I think they're going to struggle. But pitching staff-wise... When 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 everything in the in the yep. playoffs is 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 magnified, yeah. I think like you want to talk about the the Astros. Well, guess what? The Astros staff has now been magnetized into or magnified into two arms, which right. is what we expected. JV and Cole because Granky sucks. You know, with, with my Granky's awful. Okay, he always has been in in my opinion. I think he's the most overrated pitcher in baseball. Damn. Yeah, I he dude. There's a reason why he doesn't go to big time markets. He can't handle it. But now all of a sudden, LA. now all of a sudden, you're what? He was in L.A., wasn't he? And he didn't perform that well. True. Okay. Yeah. Besides, you know, I mean, like, he had that one really good year, but he's also admitted it too. Just yeah, want to point that out there. He said that he didn't go to New York because he knows he can't handle it. He said it's yeah. the jungle. It's called the jungle for a reason. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things where like now you're you're magnified into JV and Cole, but now all of a sudden here you go on a fully loaded rest. If the Yanks and Astros go seven, they're going to play four games in a row in which you got to go beat Corbin, Strasburg and Scherzer. They're all hot essentially right now. twice. Yeah, those three guys are so hot and they're all strikeout pitchers. And when their stuff is on, it's almost unhittable. It's ridiculous. The the movement they can get on their pitches like Corbin's not even like you know what Corbin's gonna throw too fastball slider and he just still dices you up I think they're gonna struggle who I I think no matter whichever team gets through I think that I I don't think it's gonna be like I don't think it's gonna be a a, a cakewalk for either one of these two teams that get in no and what's really crazy is that everybody like kind of thought the Nationals were just like an eh team and now everybody's like man these guys are the real deal like they may win the whole thing well, I feel like there was they well, for years, for the past like five or six years, it's always been they've had great talent. It's just they couldn't win a big game or like the it always passed them by. But they've always had the talent there. And, you know, even whenever like they got into it, everyone said, 
if they win a couple games there with that staff, if those three guys, Strasburg, Scherzer, and Corbin are on the top of their game, they're going to be – no one wants to face them. It's one of those teams that you don't want to face, and it's 100% true. So it's kind of crazy. I'm not going to name drop the name because I don't want somehow this getting blown out of proportion even though bad publicity is good publicity. Uh-oh. But like we were told before that the personalities in the Nationals locker room will never carry them to a World Series. This is a direct quote from, from, a, from a very credible source. Um, oh, I know and, what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not going to name drop because it's going to be a problem. But the personalities – because Bryce Harper left? I'm saying that the, if the personalities clashed because the personality problem that were mentioned was Harper and Scherzer, and now all of a sudden that Harper's gone, yeah. Scherzer looked uh, like – when they were celebrating, kind of looked like a team player. So I think the problem might have been Bryce Harper, and some people are going to say I'm crazy – but you've replaced Bryce Harper with Juan Soto. Offensively, how much did they miss? Not much. Right. Completely agree. And just to wrap this up, biggest troll on Twitter was the Nationals saying, we want to bring a title back to D.C., obviously mentioning the old uh, Bryce Harper intro to the Phillies where he was putting on the Phillies uniform the day after he signed. He accidentally mistakenly said, we want to bring a title back to D.C. when he obviously met the Philadelphia so, I mean, I think that was the biggest troll. But what do you do? You guys think Harper has any sort of regret at all, or he feels just a little dumb for not maybe taking a one year deal? Any regret whatsoever? He has to. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it'd be, you know, inhuman not to. I think, like, you got to feel, even if it's not a huge feeling, you got to feel something, some sort of, you know, regret. Uh, but, you know, Dino, I think when when he tweeted that at us this morning or the the other morning, Tommy had a great point. He still got the richest con- contract in baseball, and he just like had a son born two weeks ago or a month ago or something. Like dude's living just just the dream. So you know a little bit of regret there, but yeah, dude's doing all right. Yeah, he's yeah, doing. He, okay. I, he, I I get that he is doing all right. However, he uh, first of all, Trout has the, hurt. Trout has the richest contract, but. But still, what, 330 or something like that? So he he got 330, and I get that. But the Nationals were going to give him 300, right? So Yeah, for 10. For 10. So it was more money a year, too. Now, here's the thing. Does he think about it that much today? No. In 10 years, if he doesn't win one, yes. He might, yeah. If if the Phils don't do well and they start blowing up contracts, he's going to get, you know, sent, man. I mean, he's going to be one of the first pieces to go. Also want to mention Ryan Zimmerman finally getting to a World Series. I mean, he's called Mr. National. He's been there every year since the Nationals uh, started and uh, were established in 2005. So real happy for him. You know, he's been in 10 playoffs out of uh, all the years he's played for the Nationals. And he's finally going to the World Series for the, out of one out of 10, I guess. I mean, I'm really happy for him. He really deserves it. He's a class act on and off the field and really under underrated for a player. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, big uh, big time fan of Zimmerman. Uh, I believe he was the first draft pick or one of their first draft picks when they came back to Washington. Uh, the Nationals and formerly the Expos double A team is in Harrisburg, Harrisburg Senators. Um, so I got to see a lot of these national players, but specifically Zimmerman. Uh, dude's a great guy and has one of the better swings uh, that I've seen in person. And moving on to the series that everybody's talking about because it's the only series going on that's left, Yankees and Astros game one was everything I personally expected. I wrote it on Insta, Yankees in four. Guess I was wrong because it's a 2-1 series lead right now for the Astros. 
But, I mean, it was everything I hoped for. Tanaka was dominant. It was playoff Tanaka. It was Tanaka time. I mean, uh, Granky, Dean, you said it. He sucks. He's a bum. We got them going on tonight. So, I mean, by the time you're listening to this tomorrow, the game's going to be over. But I'm, before we get into this, I want to mention, or I want to mention uh, after we talk about this, something that I saw on High Heat with the mad dog Christopher Russo, who I absolutely love. I love his passion for baseball. Would you guys have any thoughts on the series so far? I, I think the series has, has, has given you almost everything that you would want from playoff baseball. Game one was fantastic only because it was one of those things where they humanized the Astros order to a point that no one has really seen before. The game two was, was a classic October baseball game, which ended in, in fireworks, which I'm not even going to mention the fact that the camera work completely sucked because I didn't even know that it was live because they were showing a Sanchez replay. And then all of a sudden they flipped back and <laughs> half left an 89 mile an hour fastball in the outer third to Correa who feasts on outside pitching. So uh, it, it was what it was, but hell of a baseball game. It brought me back to when I was like in eighth grade, staying up till one o'clock in the morning, watching playoff baseball. It felt good. Game three was bad. Game three was bad. You had a shot to get Cole early you didn't get it you gave him that's that's one of those pitchers that consistently gets better as the game goes on unless you get to him yeah you got to get to him early uh you know he came up with pittsburgh and that was always his thing his era in the first inning was insane like i remember uh it was like 2014 when the the pirates did really well um yeah, his like first inning ERA was like seven something, but after that, dude, it, it just like dramatically went down. You're exactly right. Uh, just an absolute flamethrower. He'll be throwing uh, 98 100 at the end of the game too. Um, he I, hit 100 in the seventh on his 92nd yeah. pitch. I love that guy. Like, dude, yeah, that was just an absolute stud. Um, Dino, we were uh, you, me, and Schmo were talking about it earlier. Uh, I think New York gets to Grinky. I know. Uh, you guys don't think he's a good pitcher. He's still got good stuff. Um, I think they get to him, though. I like the, a couple of their matchups that they're going to throw out there against him. But it, that just completely changes the momentum then. Uh, Dino, you can expound on that uh, with them going into Verlander on Friday then. I, I think and, – and, J.D., I know this is part of what you want to say, but this was the one problem that the Nationals were going to have, which is – the the Nats or not not the Nationals Jesus the Astros, Astros yeah. you are trying you are essentially trying to bury the Yanks in New York and it doesn't happen I'm telling you right now it doesn't happen because the the way that the momentum like the Yanks had all the momentum in the world after Game One after Game Two it went all the way to the Astros after Game Three it was 110 percent the Astros series tonight the Yanks flipped the script again. All the momentum is going to be in, in favor of the Yanks because I think they steamroll the Astros tonight. And then you got JV on short rest. And JD, this is where you, it, the, that video with Russo. So if you want to pick it up with what Russo was saying, because this is 100% the biggest mistake the Astros could make. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard this too. I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, my bad. I meant to send it to you, DePalma. I'll send it after. But, um, I mean, by the way, I love Christopher Russo. Like I said, love his passion for baseball. How he's, yeah, the mad dog, how he's so hyped with everything he's saying. But A.J. Hinch, this is a fireable thing, I think. It, it can be with the mistake he is making. I mean, I guess he could still change it because I know what a lot of people are talking about this now. So you had game one or no, I'm not even going to explain that. So today you have Granky. Granky is going to be on full rest okay. He has never been that great in the playoffs. So we're expecting the Yankees to win today. 
However, like I said, you'll be listening to this tomorrow, so the Astros could win, Yankees could win. We don't know. Then you have Justin Verlander pitching tomorrow for uh, Game 5, right, Dean? Correct. On, on short rest. Yes, on four days rest. Last time Justin Verlander pitched it on four days rest, what happened? Seven runs given up against the old Tampa Bay Rays in the Trop. It was an away game. Justin Verlander pitched in Yankee Stadium this regular season and got absolutely blown up. Scaled. Yes, I mean, it's all starting to add up. Then you got to go for a game six. You're going back to Houston, but you don't have a travel day because of the, the rain and the, oh, the, no. the rain delay. And you're going to go straight into Garrett Cole on a three days rest, which a game he threw 120 pitches in, not counting the warmups. The time that he was throwing two warm up for the game, I, like I said, the warm up pitches, like you get, what do you get, 10 before uh, the inning starts, the bullpen before the game. He might have thrown close to 300 pitches that day, and he's only going to have three days of rest. This guy's not going to be able to go 100 pitches. He's going to maybe go 70 pitches. And what I'm trying to get out here is that now if they get to a game seven, who are they throwing? Yeah, they're going to throw like Aaron Sanchez or something, or weird Dean's boy Wade Miley or some shit. But, but this is but this, this is, is the problem, right? Like, it's no, nobody. I, I, if you get to a game seven, you're relying on Aaron Sanchez or Wade right. Miley. Totally. Or you're going to a bullpen that's not that great other than Ozuna and maybe Joe Smith. Dino and I were saying, like, you got to go pen game five, uh, you know, after uh, on Friday after this Grinky start. Like, go pen. You give Verley that extra day of rest. He's normal. And that buys Cole an extra day, too. It's ridiculous. I mean, th- uh, this is very, very, very risky. We're going to find out tomorrow how this plays out because, like I said, Granky and Tanaka are tonight. But this is a very, very risky move, in my opinion. I think they're trying to get away with the Yankees because they know they're a three-headed starting pitching team with Granky, Cole, and Verlander. They do not want to throw a bullpen game. And the Yankees are okay with that because I, I'm pretty sure they actually are in game six. They might throw a bullpen game. Wow. So, I mean, against Cole. Or it may be Seve. Actually, wait. No, it's it is going to be Seve. Dude, like the, 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 Yanks are, the Yanks are set up pretty well. They can go Tanaka, Paxton, Seve. And then if, if it was a game – first of all, this is what I think they should do. If they're up 3-2. Like, like those, those three right there against whatever Houston's thrown. Yeah, so in a game seven, I would start CeCe. And, I, and you need three innings from him. And then you can go back to the pen. I told you, I love that. If he's been throwing and he's healthy – Throw CC out there, he'll get you three or four innings. I absolutely love that. That's the I, I can't I, yeah, cannot agree with that more. I mean, this is this is like a big deal. I mean, I'm really excited for this. This this series has been spectacular so far, like we said. And it's gonna it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be a really good World Series either way, if it's the Astros or Yankees up against the Nationals. But also wanted to mention about the Yankees real quick. Glaber Torres might be going down as one of the greatest Yankees ever. If Yankee players ever, if he stays there. They need to lock him up, and I'm saying he may be better than a judge, and he may even be bigger than a Derek Jeter type of legacy with the no. stuff he's been pulling off. Yes, he is. I, I stand yeah, by he'll that. He'll be bigger than Jeets. I don't think – like Jeets is folklore. He's in there with DiMaggio and Ruth, like Gary. There's no way he'll be bigger than Jeets. If, 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 if he wins four rings, yes. If not, no. But this is the unfortunate thing: is is Glaber Torres playing really well might set might show the end of Didi, which w- time will tell on that. Is Glaber but, a shortstop playing second or third or whatever? Yes, he's a shortstop playing second. So it's, it's, I know he plays a good second. Yeah, so so you might be watching the end of Didi, which sucks. 
But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to sound like a real professional manager here. I'm only worried about tonight. We can cross those bridges later, but I'm really only locked in on tonight. Dean's got a business meeting in 15 or 23 minutes. It's just all business for me. It's dude. just a business meeting. It's just, dude. It's, it's just about tonight. I can't. I can't look. To, I can't look towards tomorrow because I think you're in must-win territory, dude. I'm so jealous. Like, I, it's been so long. Like, the Pirates had that three-year stretch where they made the playoffs, but they got uh, they ran into Mad Bum and the Giants two of the years they won the title, and I think the Cardinals beat them uh, the other year. But like, to have like a legitimate postseason baseball, like I've never had that. I miss that. Like. I've done well with the Penguins and, and the and the Steelers, but like never with the Pirates, and I wish I had that. I mean, I am so excited for this. Might be the most excited I've been, honestly, since two thousand nine. No, I was Is pretty this... excited in twenty seventeen. No, I mean, I know you were too, but I'm getting really excited now because this team is a lot better than they were. I, I can't tell I, you I, how much I love DJ Lemayo. I agree, but we were not expected to win in Cleveland. We did. We weren't expected to hang with the Astros in 2017. We did. But this is – it's all about – I'm going back to it. It's all about tonight. It's all about tonight. This decides the series. Your your season hangs on you being able to rough up Granky, And I'm not saying you win this game 2-1. Like you need to – you need to win this ballgame convincingly. You got to be the Bronx Bombers tonight. Offense got has got to get hot. Guys, I don't know if I should talk about this. I mean, very, very quickly, Chapman hasn't opt out uh, but at the end of this year. Do you think he opts out? He'd be opting out of two years left, $30 million. Do you think he leaves? No. I'm only focused on tonight. <laughs> I knew that answer was coming from him. And lastly, AL games, American League games, are always on Fox Sports. I can't stand Joe Buck anymore. He's too annoying. He may be one of the worst broadcasters ever. I can't stand his little side comments that just have nothing to do with the game. Do you I guys think, agree with me? I think he's fantastic play-by-play. Play. Everything else, he's absolutely atrocious. But once Oh, again, my gosh. Just, I just had a heart attack. If you were going to say he was amazing. No, no, he sucks. But once again, I'm just focused on tonight. I think he's got a great broadcasting voice, too. Like He's been polished. He's been doing it for like 30 years or some shit. Um and him and Brockmeyer, I used to despise him, like kind of like uh, Collinsworth. But I saw him in Brockmeyer, and it was absolutely hilarious. So I kind of like Joe Buck now. He can't. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he has a great voice, but and he oh. can be annoying, no doubt. But like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, maybe I should say I hate him less after seeing him on Brockmeyer. All right. I mean, I'm just saying I can't go with he's just says side comments that just have nothing to do with the game. And it kind of gets you a little bit distracted from the game. I don't know why he's saying stuff like that, if that makes sense. But other than that, I'm going to step away. But you guys get right into another edition of Money Trees with Joe Schmel. They say your hood is a pot of gold. Go, go. And we go crash it when nobody's home. Holly Berry or Holly Pick your poison, tell me what you do. All right, let's get into this new session of Money Trees. Deepaw, what was the uh, what's the updated standings on this bad boy? Dino, we got a close contest here. You and Joe Schmo are tied with 26 and a half points. Uh, Dino, you went uh, you won three games in college, two in the NFL. Joe Schmo won five games in college last week. 
and but unfortunately only one in the NFL. I'm sorry, Joe Schmo. And I just got dicked on. <laughs> it, it wasn't a good week in the NFL. Um, I won two games in college and four in the NFL. I have 27 and a half points, so I'm one point ahead of you boys. Oof, we are it's getting close. tight. You can just tell it's October with these with these tight matches right now. Yep, exactly. Now, um, Schmo, what do you got? Let's go. Let's start with college football. Schmo, who you got? Yeah, all right, let's get it. So trying to keep the heater going. Uh, first game, we're going to go with Duke plus three at Virginia. Uh, Virginia coming off a bad loss against Miami where I think they had five or six trips in the red zone and came away with nine points uh, for the game. Uh, I like Duke getting the, uh, getting the three here. Um, you know, these boys are they, – they find a way um, with you know, less talent than a lot of these schools, and I think Virginia is highly overrated. So I'll go ahead and take the field goal, and uh, I like them on the money line as well. On the money line, maybe. Yes, sir. A little sprinkle. I'm I'm going with Danny Dimes' alma mater taking Duke. Dude, I feel like, and I feel like I should go with you, Joe Schmo, because you did well last week. But any head coach with the first name of Bronco, I'm going to go with them. Bronco Mendenhall and Virginia. Let's go. It's a very, it's a very like manly name, <laughs> right? Like that dude. <laughs> yeah, like that dude's going to like run right at you. You know, like Smash Mouth football. Yeah, like OJ's Bronco. <laughs> Schmo, what's game two? Game two, we're going to the Big 12. Uh, I'm going to take the Oklahoma State Cowboys over uh, the Baylor Bears. Uh, Baylor's started off the season 6-0, and so they have not been doing this well since Art Riles and that scandal happened. Um, but I like the Cowboys here, uh, laying the four at home. Um, I think Baylor's luck finally runs out this week, so go ahead and lay the four points. <laughs> Taking RG3's alma mater. Give me the Baylor boys. Go Bears. Uh, no, I think I like what Joe Schmo is saying. And I was looking up earlier. Uh, I was looking up Baylor's schedule, and they haven't played anybody, man. And I, I think they beat, like, UT San Antonio by, like, four points or something earlier this year. Uh, they've been in a lot of close games. But, yeah, I like the, the should, here, Oklahoma State. They should have lost last week. The fucking Big 12 officiating crew or whatever, like, admitted after the game. Uh but I think it was Iowa State. Well, Iowa State, there was a call or something at the end, and Iowa State's coach called out the refs. Uh-huh. So they fined him, but then admitted <laughs> that they made a mistake. I don't know how the fuck that happens. <laughs> what the hell, fucking, yeah. I feel, yeah, that disaster. should be weight. What the hell? Dude, crazy. Deepaw, you want to go or you want yours truly to go? Uh, I'll go right now. Um, I'm going to go or go to the Big Ten, Minnesota, minus 28 and a half. At Rutgers, R- Rutgers is embarrassing. Like I, I feel like if you if you bet against Rutgers every single time, I think you would come out so far ahead. It's ridiculous. Listen to these stats last week. They lost thirty five nothing to Indiana. Listen to these stats. All right, the quarterback was five of thirteen for one yard. Okay, I could one, do that. One yard. <laughs> I could five passes in four quarters. Uh, receiving three receptions for four yards. One reception for minus one, one reception for minus two. Uh, the quarterback also had 13 carries for three yards. So, like, that's and that's against Indiana. Now they're having a good year. They're four and two. But oh my god, I, I may pick against Rutgers every single game this year. They're going to go one and eleven for back-to-back years. Take the Golden Gophers in New Jersey. It's so sad because like them sucking ass <laughs> doesn't give them a draft pick. It's just another year that they suck. <laughs> Bro, yep. And it's so unfortunate. I'm taking Minnesota 
my screen doesn't even show the line on ESPN. It's got to mean something. I'm taking Minnesota. Eventually, the, the the Gophers will lose. It's just not this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. That's a lot of points, dude. You gonna take them? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay the points. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys follow Paul Paulie from uh, the Dan Patrick Show, but he actually uh, proposed a new layout for college football because some of these teams are so abysmal. Uh, Rutgers being one of them. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you haven't checked it out, just go to his Twitter page. It's uh, he's got it pinned on there, nice. and basically they would get relegated um, based on his <laughs> on his new landscape of rules. So yeah. yeah, lay the twenty-eight and a half. They're fucking awful. All right, uh, truest statement ever spoken on this podcast. Uh, going to the SEC, Florida is only giving up five points at South Carolina. I know South Carolina just had a huge game, a huge dub versus uh, Georgia in overtime. Um, but I, I still, I know Florida's over. You know, a lot of people say they're overrated, you two included. But you know, that's not that many points. I think they went by a touchdown at least, even though South Carolina is playing good ball. I have no idea how this team is still winning. <laughs> right? It, it's like it's like That's an anomaly. I mean. like we, I mean, we've been saying that since like week two, week, even after uh, or week zero when they played Miami. Uh, like, yeah, it, they haven't been that good, but somehow they keep winning. That defense, yeah, it, the, their defense is legit. But I mean, like, this is like, you know, like I I understood Interstellar better the first time I saw it than <laughs> than this entire Florida Gator season. <laughs> That's I, impressive. I, it took me like three or four times to truly understand Interstellar. Yeah, well, I didn't understand a damn thing, but I don't understand a damn thing about Florida being six and one right now. So I, I, I don't, I don't like this game. I think it's, I think it scares me because I think the Gamecocks that, uh, what's that quarterback's name? Because that dude's a gamer. I feel bad for that dude because he gets Halinski. Yeah, Halinski. He gets his head chopped. Well, he got fucked game. up last weekend. Yeah, he did. And for he got some knocked reason, out of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 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 the thing is, is like he was probably on the sideline. Like you're not taking me out. Like right. like oh, where are you? I'm on Pluto. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like he's just a gamer. I I do like South Carolina. I think they're 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 getting close, but they're not close enough. I'll also take Florida minus five. I finally feel vindicated after last weekend. Florida <laughs> finally lost and didn't cover the spread. It was uh, it was an emotional game. I was watching with my fiance, and she had Florida. I had LSU. Um, I think Florida actually is not going to cover this week. I'm going to take South Carolina. They they actually lost a couple of defensive linemen, um, and Dan Mullen actually talked about it. It, uh, it impacted the game in a big way. Um, so I like the I like the five points at home. I think if Florida wins, it'll be by a field goal or less. Um, so give me the Gamecocks. This might be the beginning of Florida being on tilt. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 highly possible. On the edge, man. All right, from my two, I I will. Uh, I'm taking the Knicks tomorrow night against the uh, the Pelicans. Eight o'clock preseason game. Uh, you had a big letdown last night, in the fourth quarter. You know, it just Fizdale just tried way too hard. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong Fizz. Fizdale. Sport. It's so sad, dude. Like it's so sad. You know what I mean? Like, like. Yeah. Like, like, like I looked at the Knicks starting line and this is completely off topic, but like I looked at the Knicks starting lineup last night and this team's legit. This team. Yeah. Yeah. This team's legit. Your starting five is Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Dennis Smith, Jr. Marcus Morris and Bobby Portis. That's not a bad five. (laughs) Bobby Portis. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yo, you can't be hyping up Bobby Portis. Love Bobby God, Portis, man. bro. Love Bobby Portis. You know, like you know, you know, and then and then off the bench, you got Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, Milikina. Like this team's not bad. Wayne Ellington. The team's really not bad. Wayne Ellington. I'm telling you right now, they win thirty-seven games this year. Decade. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm staying in the Big Ten. I, I love the Penn State-Michigan matchup for a few reasons. One, I can't remember the last time Penn State lost a whiteout game. Yeah. If you've never been to a whiteout game, I mentioned this on a pod a long time ago. It's the craziest atmosphere you can imagine. Sean Clifford is a legit quarterback. I, I doubted him early on. But if you look at the numbers, the numbers don't lie. He's pretty legit. Penn State's turned into, you know, normally they're the definition of mediocre. I think they're above average this year. I think they're a pretty damn good football team. I'm taking Penn State to cover, even though I just, part of me wants Harbaugh to win so he doesn't get fired, so he's not an option for the Redskins. <laughs> but I'm taking Penn State. <laughs> uh, oh, Christ. I, yeah, I think Penn State covers this. Uh, the I really like Penn State's defense against Michigan here. Micah Parsons is is legit Harrisburg kid. Um, I really like the running back too, Noah Kane. Uh, I, yeah, just I'm not sold on on Harbaugh, especially in a whiteout too. Give me Penn State. I think they win by two touchdowns. And Harbaugh, and Harbaugh goes to the Redskins. Kill myself. <laughs> so typically in, in a match like this, I usually would take the points, but with Harbaugh at the reins here, man, like. If he doesn't get fired by the end of this year, if they lose this game and they lose to Ohio State, if he's not fired, I don't think they ever will. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, their offense is anemic when they play against anyone with half a decent offense or defense. Um, so I think the uh, laying the nine points here is, is a safe move. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I, Harbaugh's a joke. Game Game two – I'm I'm going out west. I, I I like you know. Hello, you play to win the game. I love Herm. I love everything about Herm. <laughs> I'm taking Herm and those boys over the Utah Utes. Which the last time I told you guys to bet against the Utes, you were in Vegas and you idiots took yep. the Utes. Yep. And lost. Yep. You take. What are they? The Go fuck sun? yourself, Dean. Are they the are they the Sun Devils? <laughs> yes, they are. You know, like how do you bet against a team called the Sun Devils? I don't even know what the fuck that means, dude. You gotta watch. You gotta listen to that Mike Leach thing whenever because he talks about that too. He's like, uh, like what what exactly is the Sun Devil here? Like, are we talking mythical powers? Like, we don't even know what the Sun Devil really is. Like, what could it possibly like? What powers does it have? <laughs> but I mean, like, you want to talk about the Redskins name being like you know, negative, and there's people that have, like, the devil and, and all this, and, like, they don't ever get talked about. It's just the skins. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm done. Not a problem, dude. It's not a problem. It doesn't offend anybody. <laughs> now, if they were called the Washington White Skins, like, that would be a problem. But it's it's we're honoring the Native Americans. We love the Native Americans. And on top of that, Christopher Columbus is the day even called Columbus Day anymore because Christopher Columbus was an asshole. It is, and it's absurd that it's still a holiday. 
Yeah, well, no, it's still a holiday, but now they're they're calling it uh, National Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, that's that's what it's. That's first facts, of all, Joe. first of all, yeah, facts. they they should have changed the name hundred percent. But second of all, like, who is the group of people that changes this name? I would love to know Bad. because, but, but well, this name snowflakes, but it's awful. It's awful. Like you couldn't shorten it something like like Native American Day, maybe. <laughs> Even that, yeah, is you know, national indigenous people. Like that's about as non-offensive as it could be. Yeah, we got to protect them and keep them in their safe space, bro. Yeah, yeah. God, dude, we live in a great world nowadays. Transition, whatever. uh, The two things I learned in Vegas: never bet with the Utes and don't hit on twenty on twelve in Vegas. So yeah, give me Arizona State, Herman M. Boys. Yeah, I'm actually shocked at this line. Herm's got these boys playing great ball. Uh, shout out to my pick last week. I don't think either one of you took Arizona State, um, but they won. They won last second. Um, Herm's yeah, got these bastard. boys. Yeah, dude, uh, that was one of my favorite picks of the week. Um, he's got a lot of talent on that team. So uh, getting almost two touchdowns, uh, you got to take the points. So I'll go Arizona State. Yeah, I was heated when I saw that too because I was following it on uh, like one of those. On Twitter, basically, like it was just updating, and yeah, it was like 28 seconds left when they scored. I was so pissed. I think that's I what I knew. Was, a, I immediately got a text from you, Shmuel. dude. That's when I knew it was my day, <laughs> and then just got fucked on Sunday. <laughs> time to go to the shield. No, no, no I got Shmo. pick yeah, of the week. You got for your lock, bro. Never mind. Time to go to Schmo's lock of the week. Lock of the week. So I'm gonna uh, represent Philly uh, this weekend. We're gonna take the Temple Owls plus seven and a half versus SMU. Uh, SMU's been playing good ball, but they've also been playing with fire. Um, they've uh, they've been behind in a few games, found a way to come back and win. Um, not saying that Temple's going to beat them outright by any means, but I do like them getting seven and a half, so I'll take the underdog yeah, on the no, road. Yeah, their quarterback, Anthony Russo, Pennsylvania kid from Archbishop Wood, out near, uh, out near Philly. He's from Philly area. Kid's legit. And I think in two years you're going to be hearing about him as like a midday draft or a mid-round draft pick, and like he'll show up somewhere on a roster and do well. I'm pretty sure Schmo is cooking while doing this. <laughs> I just I just took my grill cover off. <laughs> Dang, what's the weather like in Atlanta? Because it's like literally 48 degrees with fucking mile an hour winds in Pennsylvania right now. It's fucking electric. It's like 45. <laughs> fucking electric. It's, the leaves uh, are finally changing, and we're almost through October. Yeah. Finally. So, I for, I mean, I almost cut myself off here. I got the two games I don't give a shit about. Uh, this, is, this is really simple. Once again, the entire college football slate this weekend is awful. Hoops? <laughs> awful. Now, I can't believe I'm going to say this because I want to adopt them, but guess what? Hawaii and Air Force don't <laughs> care about it. Don't care about it. Hawaii got shellacked. The other day, the game wasn't even close. I think they gave up 40 points in the first half. Solid defense. <laughs> People, didn't we tell them that was going to happen? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we said. Yeah, but you know what? You can't go against them boys. Now, the the <laughs> this, the second game I don't give a shit about is, is the Battle of Michigan. Western Michigan, 
versus Eastern Michigan. I'm sure somewhere someone gives a shit about it. I'm sure they call this the Battle of Michigan when it's not. No one gives a shit about this game. It's it's in it's in a city called Ypsilanti. Okay, Ypsilanti. The last time I checked, ask about that. yeah. If you have the yips in a That's sport, you you end up never coming back from it. So Ypsilanti. No one gives a shit about the city, the place, or the game. Which is that's at Eastern Michigan, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Ypsilanti. Time to transition into the shield. Schmo, what is your two? We're going to the shield, boys. All right. This week. Oh, man. I can't get over last week still. Fuck. Uh, so we got first game, Raiders at Lambeau. Uh, Raiders getting five, coming off a of bye week. Um, I like the Raiders here. So give me the five points. Um, I think Green Bay is the most overrated five and one team that I've seen in a long time. Uh, referees just gave him the game last week. It was disgusting. Um, so I like the dog here. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders pull some shit out of their hat and, and actually got the upset. So surprisingly enough, I also like the Raiders. I mean, I, I don't understand. And, and we'll get to the Packers situation in a minute, but I'm, I'll, I'll also take the Raiders here. Dang. Yeah, dude, I think this is tough because if Devontae Adams plays, it's a little different. Um, he's not playing, bro. That's what I mean. It's like he's going on a third week for a turf toe injury, and, like, he hasn't even practiced. Like, it's it's lingers. intriguing because the Raiders are coming off a bye. They got a good run game with Jacobs. And, like, you know, Carr's not great, but, you know, him and Terrell Williams got a, a good hookup. Ugh. Dude, the Raiders being good in the NFL is fucking electric. Dude, wait till fucking- everyone – Every person when we were in Vegas was hyped to shit for the Raiders to come to Vegas. The Raiders being good is great for the NFL. Dude, if their, cool. fans, if their fans show out even, they will. even 10% what they did for Vegas Knights. For what they did for the Knights, yep. this place is going to be lit. 100%. Oh, yeah. But I still don't think. No, nah, I take that back because I've seen some crazy shit in Vegas. But the, the, the Raider fans are, are nutty. They are nutty. Like, like I, I would, I would love to know what the drive time is from Oakland to Vegas because I'm, I guarantee they, they still go out. Dude, a game there next year is going to be terrifying to think about. <laughs> the amount of shenanigans and just oh, yeah. crazy shit that's going to go on in that city. It's going to be great. Fucking terrifying. We should, go out, we should go out to Vegas next year for a game. Dude, we'll pay a, we're going to pay an arm and leg for a ticket. I'll go out there just to go out there. That's what I mean. Just experience yeah. it. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going, I'm going Green Bay. Uh, I, every, all things considered, even without Devontae, I still think Aaron Rodgers wins by a touchdown here. All right. Game two. Uh, so we're going to go, uh, bears minus three and a half against the saints. Um, Teddy Bridgewater's done a great job maintaining while breeze has been out. Uh, there's no doubt in that. Um, but with that being said, I think going against this bears defense, he's going to finally have a, have a tough time, and I think they're going to lose as well as not cover. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the game last week, but the Jaguars did everything they, they possibly could to not cover that game. Um, <laughs> it was disgusting. Did you see the play where Teddy sealed the game? He threw a no. lob pass to the tight end. It was in the air for like 10 fucking seconds, <laughs> and nobody's around. It just – it's crazy. I think he's finally going to – he's going to run out of luck. Um, so I'm going to lay the three and a half. I'm sorry. Did you take the Saints? No, I took the Bears. Um, in New Orleans, it's in, it's it's in, in Chicago. Chi-Town. That's Not the only Chi-Town. reason. That's the only reason why I'll take Chicago here. I, I I do think Bridgewater has done his job. Yeah, 
his job was to keep him relevant until Breeze got back. I think you're I think you're within two weeks of Breeze coming back. Yeah. So, you know, he's done his job, but I think eventually it's going to catch up. I think it catches up this week in Chicago. Important question. Are the Bears coming off a bye week here? They are. Oh, so Schmo going two bye week guys. I, I I do like the Bears here. They had a chance with Chase uh, Chase Daniel getting used to it. So uh, getting used to the offense. I like the Bears here as well. All right, uh, FA. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right here. I like Houston getting a point at Indianapolis. I know a lot of people are probably betting on Houston here uh, with them beating the Chiefs. I know that was a crazy comeback. Did you guys watch that game? They were down like 16 or 17 points. Came all the way back. I did. It was Sorry. A great game. Uh, I'm a firm believer in Deshaun Watson. I know everyone was all hyped on Patrick Mahomes last year and deservedly so he had an amazing year, but I think the MVP race this year is coming down to Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. I don't think you can go wrong with either pick, but, uh, yeah, I like the fighting Watsons here. Give me the Houston Texans. Dude, fucking couldn't agree more. Uh, I think, I think Watson's actually, I, I like him over Mahomes. Um, I think he's more of a complete player. Um, and I think, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> I'm going to take Indianapolis at home um, in this spot. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Texans right now are they're they're coming off a high off that right. win, um, right. and I think the uh, the Colts, feeling good about themselves. Yeah, I think the Colts get this dub and they actually tie it up, and there's going to be a tie for first place uh, in the division after this Sunday. I think it's amazing that the Patriots had Brady, Brissett, and <laughs> right. Jimmy G. I'm I'm also I'm also gonna take the Colts here. Uh, those birds sound beautiful. I'm Sorry, also, dude. I'm also gonna take the Colts here. Dude, I feel like uh, did you ever did any of you guys ever have the alarm clocks that had like the four different settings? It was like a forest or uh, a stream, the ocean, and something else. Uh, no, but this goddamn dog is killing me. I took him out to go to the bathroom. He runs <laughs> off. All right. Uh, back to business. Back to business. Game two, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, I'm taking KC minus three at Denver on Thursday night. I know it's a short week. I know KC's lost the past two games, and they've looked, they haven't looked the same, uh, but they just got Tyreek Hill back. I know Denver's a tough place to play as well, but I think the talent level in KC is just much better than Denver, even though they've, lost, or they've won the past two games. Uh, give me the Chiefs at Denver. Minus also, three. I'm, I'm also taking the Chiefs, and I, it's only going to be a matter of time until I, I continue to bet against the Broncos, and it finally holds true. It holds true this week. All right. This game fucking blows. I can't believe you picked this game, Palmer. I hate this fucking game. <laughs> Thursday night game. Jesus. Dude, I, dude I'm, I'm pretty sure the three times I've bet Thursday night games, I've won Thursday night games. So I'm, I'm feeling them. I don't know what it is about Thursday night. We were talking about before we started recording this. I mean, I just is it too late on Denver? Is their uh, their stock already gone through the roof and it's time yeah. to buy sell them? But I don't know, man. Uh, KC's defense has been shit. It's at Denver. It's Thursday night, mile high. I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the home dog. And even it's the Steelers bias in me, man. I just can't bet on Joe Flacco. Fucking Flacco, he's so bad. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> give me Denver. Fuck. Dino. Um, I'm taking my two games, right? Yes, sir. All right. For my two games, I'm taking the Cowboys, which I believe is minus three and a half. I could be wrong. 
I see two and a half. Two and a half? Two and a half. All right, minus two and a half. I'm taking the boys minus two and a half against the Eagles. I think they're on tilt. It's unfortunate that this is the year that the NFC East once again is mediocre and the skins are nowhere even right. in contention. It is the most boiling thing in the world. I think the Cowboys right to ship here. Not saying that they end up winning the division or not. I think at the end of the day, I think it comes down to, you know, who can win 10 games. So I, I, I'm not sold on the Cowboys. I'm also not sold on the Eagles. But for sake of conversation, I'll take the boys minus the two and a half. Go ahead, Shmuel. Being the Eagles fan, I'll give it to you. Y'all just pick some just shit games to go over. God damn. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so down on the Eagles right now. Um, <clears throat> over the last few weeks with the performance of the secondary. Um, you know, if it wasn't for Devontae Adams going out, I think we would have lost at Green Bay. Um, so we probably would have gone into this game with a losing record. Um, we got people in the locker room telling Justina Anderson stuff about Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles plus a two and a half. Um, you know, the Cowboys have two, two of their starting five on the offensive line out again this week. Um, and uh, Mari Cooper's likely going to be out as well. So, I think that's the difference there. Um, so I'll take the two and a half. Uh, I'll be short and sweet about it. It's <sighs> Zeke Elliott, I think, has a good day because Amari Cooper was out. Uh, I want to bet against the Eagles here, and I think I'm going to do it. I think, yeah, Cowboys two and a half. There's going to be some separation this week, boys, with the picks. The game two that I have, I'm taking the Detroit Lions – they're getting two at home against the Vikings. You want to talk about SVP's bad beats. The Lions got the definition of a bad beat last week. You know, it's the sole reason why I think the NFL is fixed. Yeah. The, the, unne- the unnecessary roughness calls that are being called nowadays on quarterbacks are an absolute Same. joke. The, the illegal hands to the face, the holdings, the defensive pass interference, the game. Like, I, it, I, honestly, if it continues this way in three years, I don't know if I'm going to continue watching the NFL. I might just completely abandon football with the point that it's at. I'm taking the Lions because they're a way better team than 2-2-1, two, two, and one, plus two at home, home dogs. Sprinkle on the money line. Uh, I'm going with you on that, Dean. Uh, you, you, I couldn't, you couldn't be more correct about that. They got shafted so much, uh, and they are a much better team than 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Um, Vikings, you know, riding high, coming off that big uh, victory against Philly. I like the home dogs. I think like home dogs are like uh, 67% or something like that this year. Uh, so yeah, Lions and they could win us outright. I'm going Vikings this week. Uh, typically I'd like this spot, but Lions going off a short week. Um, tough loss. I think the Vikings are starting to figure themselves out now that Cousins realize he has two really good receivers. Um, and uh, so I'll go ahead and lay the two or the two points and uh, take the Vikings. This is going to get interesting this week. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's uh we only have one uh, one selection, and we all took the Bears. Everything else is uh, matched up pretty well. Yep. Perfect. And we got Just it in time the, for Dino's yeah, game yeah. tonight. That's about, as, that's about as efficient as you could possibly have a segment. Real quick, did you guys uh, – are you guys ever watching NASCAR before? <laughs> random, random question. No, but uh, hold on. The Devils are 0-6, so bet against the Devils. Um, didn't Barstool just get a, tr- a car? Dude, it was amazing. <laughs> I was at work on Monday, and they have a car, and it's, it says one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Savage. And, and uh, dude, he almost won. So there was, <laughs> no 10, laps, there was 10 laps left. Dave Portnoy's uh, motto is it's either wreckers or checkers. 
So if you get a wreck, it's just as good as winning because the PR. Um, and, uh, dude, they, there was a guy coming through, and he fucked up, like, 20 different cars on, <laughs> with 10 laps to go, and, and Barst was one of them, but they got a great screenshot of, like, one by everyone knows the rules, and then the other side of the card says, all right, Frankie, the camera guy. Oh, yeah, let's see, the, like, that's that's awesome. Shout out to Barstool for that. If, if, if you don't listen to Barstool's pizza reviews, you need to get on there and check them out. They're absolutely fantastic. Friday, Friday at 1 o'clock, they're doing it with Francesa. Yeah. Francesa. Can't wait. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's so He's good. Calling it the, he calls it the pizza challenge instead of pizza review. <laughs> the, the pizza He's such challenge. a clown. Oh, my God. He's so old. But all right, fellas. I appreciate you. I'm going to get off, watch these games, cook the steak, and uh, I'm signing off. Hey, All right, Schmo. That was another edition of Money Trees. Thanks to Joe Schmo for hopping on. JD, are you back with us? I am. Good. Let's let's real quick talk. Can we review these pet peeves for a second? Because I definitely feel like from last week, since we started talking about pet peeves, that there was one or two that, that we might have each missed. And and some people, you know, have reached out to me about some pet peeves and, and I and I got another one at the Skins Dolphins games, but I think we need to review this for a second. All right. What you got, Dino? When people are talking loud as shit in, <laughs> in an office or a conference room or like a like a closed area, and you're like trying to do something, and then like because it's like a maybe a group of people that are talking loud that there's another person that's talking even louder and all of a sudden it's like that point in your brain where every single sound that comes out of somebody's mouth is annoying you that bothers me times 50 yeah it's like they're and they start talking louder so much louder more than the loud talking already happening because they're everyone's talking loud just so they can be heard oh my god blows my shit (laughs) boils my brain does this does this go? Does this top your clapping in movies? Um, I Ooh, see. It's it's it's, it, it's a great question. I think it's it's like a different feeling because like you can feel your body. Like you know, you, you've ever been in that like like a like a decent mood all day, and then like all of a sudden you can feel the switch where everything is annoying you. <laughs> so yeah. it's not, it's not like an immediate release of like shut up. You know, as opposed to like the the clapping in the movie theater is like the immediate like right. stand up and you're like shut up. You yeah, know it's what I mean? Knee jerk reaction, yeah. Yeah, like but no, it doesn't it doesn't surpass that. No, no. The second one that I thought I I might have underlooked was I went to the Skins Dolphins games, which we talked about. And when someone goes to a neutral game wearing like a Patriots jersey. This is oh, me off God. to no end. Did you see oh multiple Patriots? I saw multiple people wearing Cowboys stuff, Patriots stuff, yeah, Buccaneers stuff. Like, I don't – like, what are you doing there? Like, seriously, like, what are you doing there? The only You're other so thing, out of place. So out of place. And they're like, oh, no, I just really like football. I don't give a shit. Why is it on TV? Get <laughs> the hell out of it's here. It's a business meeting. It's a business meeting. But on no but, game. But to, to, to squeeze my nuts even further, when somebody is like a diehard fan, okay, because I'm, I'm – this is like the one thing I will never do, right? I have a Kevin Shattenkirk Rangers jersey. I'm going to a game in Florida, right? Luckily, I have a backup jersey. I have a Chris Kreider jersey. 
But if I didn't have a Kreider jersey, I'm not showing up to that sporting event wearing a jersey of somebody who is no longer on the team unless they are a legend. Yeah, I was going to say, there's got to be a caveat there. You know, like... retired. I also love, like, the random jersey that you'll see, like... Uh, I was at a Steelers game like two weeks ago. I saw a Jeff Reed jersey, number three, like Quadzilla. Used to be a kicker like 12 years ago. Like, I, I, love that. I love that. Love that. But, like, if I were to show up wearing a Jeter jersey to the Yankee game, that's fine. Totally. But, if, but if I were to show up to a Yankee game wearing a Sonny Gray jersey, like, that would piss me off. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. In 10 – because this is actually, like, this is the first thing that popped up in my head when you said this. If you were at a Yankee game 10 years from now and someone was wearing a Robinson Cano jersey, would it be okay? Absolutely not. Dude, but Robbie was so swaggy, dude. Yeah, I completely completely disagree because he's my favorite. He was a favorite player for so many people. JD, I should slap you back to reality right now. If I, I know that he left Robinson us. Canoe. I know Stop that he it left right us. Now. <laughs> I know he left us. He is my favorite player ever. I've always loved Robinson Cano. He is literally – he was the first person to wear like – he was like my first baseball idol, if that makes sense. Like I wanted to be Robinson yeah, Cano. Don't, don't get me wrong. He was the first person in a long time that brought Flash to New York. You know, because yeah, Soriano – He made me watch like, baseball because I wanted to watch him. Right, like Soriano didn't have Flash. A-Rod didn't have Flash. It was strictly business. But like Cano had Flash, and people loved it. Unfortunately, here's the reality, right? And you can chalk this up to another one for the month. Fuck you, Robinson Cano. (laughs) Like you left New York. You went to Seattle. No one gave a shit about you. So then you're like, I miss New York. But the Yanks don't want you back because there ain't a place on the field that that, – there's not even a spot on the roster for you. There's a spot for you in Scranton. But let me tell you something. No, absolutely not, dude. Robbie Cano, no, that would piss me off. No, no, absolutely not. No, no. So annoying. So freaking annoying. Like, I'm a Redskin fan, right? So, like, Sean Taylor jerseys are still, like, the number one jersey you see. And I respect that. But What about RG3? Wh- why? Why do you still have that? Dude, I... Oh, I I'm I, saying, is it okay? No, no, dude, I have, a, I have a $400 authentic Kevin Shattenkirk Ranger sweater that I, I am... Never wear again. That I am throwing out. My God, dude, sell that shit. What are you talking about? Sell that. Don't throw that out. No one's, no one's buying that. And okay, that, okay, give it to me. I'll get, I'll give you a hundred dollars for it right now. And I'll sell that shit for three hundred. Do you know why I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sell it to you? Why? Because you're gonna be that person that I start to dislike. <laughs> that wears it. Yeah, I don't want to do that to you. No, I nev- you know I'd never wear the blue shirt ever. I know, I know, but th- there's no reason for it to even be in your in your household. Oh, well, there is. It's for me to make money off of it. Now, now, if now here's the thing: if I wanted to get creative and I wanted to put a South, like underneath the Rangers letters, if I wanted to put a South, that'd be cool. I I would rock that because That's it's Rangers South. He's he's in Tampa. Like that would make sense. But anything other than that, no, that pisses me off. I mean, yeah, I have a few too. Um, to get right into it, socks. I mean, when somebody wears two different color socks, it's also the same thing if someone has like on one Adidas sock and one Nike sock. <laughs> that pisses me off a lot. And especially if they're low socks. I don't know. you think it'd be the other way around with high socks, but I don't know why. It pisses me off with low socks. Also pisses me off when people wear like the old white socks that are like the Hanes ones. <laughs> that pisses me off. He's like, who still wears those? Like, I wore those when I was four. 
You know what I mean? Like that, that's a huge pet peeve. And lastly, actually happened to me coming home before we were doing the podcast. I hate when people stare, when there's traffic and you finally get to like the scene where like what's causing the traffic and it's like something that's just ridiculous. You're expecting a car to be in flames, something bad, and it's someone pulled over getting a speeding ticket and you've wasted the last hour of your life going 15 miles an hour on the interstate. It blows my mind with Florida drivers. It's probably everywhere. I've never driven out of the state, but geez. Those damn rubberneckers, Jedi. Yeah, rubberneckers are no good. Well, dude, and that's that's the worst part. Like, I understand to a degree, like, if a car was on fire or if there's, like, a bad accident, like, yeah, maybe taking a quick glance. But, like, yeah, dude, someone just getting a speeding ticket – or like has their four ways on because they got a flat tire. Like, come on, man, just go, just keep going. Yeah, I know. I could not agree with you more. I mean, yeah, but Palma, you have one. I do not. You guys, uh, no, I, I was pretty. Uh, I think uh, Dino. I really like Dino's with like the people just talking loud in a closed environment over top of other people talking. That one gets me. Um, and yeah, dude, rubbernecking is an epidemic, and I can't stand it. I could not agree more. But before we wrap up this podcast, Dean, what's your final thought? I actually have two final thoughts today. One is a historical one, Deepaw, you'll really like. One is a current event. Ooh. Number one, Milton Hershey yeah. was originally supposed to be on the Titanic and, <laughs> bu- and, bu- and bought a ticket for three for a, um, a a cruise liner three days before Titanic left because he wanted to get to America three days earlier, that completely would have reshaped history. Wow! Yeah, found that out the other day. Yeah, does if, if people don't know, the Milton Hershey School is a private school for uh, disadvantaged children uh, that come from bad backgrounds and whatnot. It's completely free. Uh, it's actually the third largest private endowment in the world behind harvard and yale so it's funded by hershey company obviously the chocolate and whatnot uh but yeah it's he does a lot of great or he did his legacy does a lot of great things for the community around here absolutely and i should have clarified milton hershey is is the the founder of hershey chocolate yeah i didn't know who you were talking about at first oh sorry Jedi. Sorry. <laughs> they're uh, anything. They're they're sporting facilities. We Fantastic, played, dude. We played, yeah, we played them in high school. My my high school, Trinity High School, what up? Uh we played them and their bear their excuse me, their football field was better than most division one colleges, like the turf. Like other than like your uh, you know, elite colleges, like this was legitimate, like cut, like professionally cut grass. It was unbelievable. Like we were doing our stretching. I remember in high school, just like laying down on the grass, being like, "Oh my god, this is the com- most comfortable thing ever." My is second, Hershey, sorry, wait, is Hershey uh, is Hershey Park nice? Yes, it's is fantastic. It like, Hershey Park is so dope. I was it's gonna go, and then I just like like didn't have listen, the time dude, to. Oh, listen, it's, it's, it's it's legit. It's legit. Is I it think, like is it like Disney? Like, no, what is it? no, no, dude! It's an amusement it's like park. A six Flags, it, yeah. It, it will blow. It blows every single ride at Universal out of the water. Yeah, dude. We've like the past like three or four years, they've gotten a new ride every year, and it's been fucking wild. Like the they go so fast. I think the one I'll have I'll send you some links to this. Uh, the the new- one goes zero to ninety in like 
3.1 seconds. Oh, dude, it's insane. And then the new one they do now is almost like a like if you were to uh, go straight down, it almost inclines from straight down. I forget what they call it. It's like Fahrenheit or something like that. I'll send you a link, Jedi. Yeah, but Jedi, it's fire. My second, my second thought is a current event, and it has to do with the the news today that um, anyone who owns a jewel, uh, jewels has uh, jewel has now officially come out. They are stopping selling all flavored jewel pods in the United States. So no. you they ori- they originally took the, the flavors out and said you could only buy them on the website. Now the flavors are completely done. So I smoke cucumber. Cucumber is now gone. Done. I can't find it anywhere. I found it in a store today. I had to pay $42 for a pack. What? So I will be looking for an alternative. But let me just start let me just start by saying that this is an absolute embarrassment by our government. Like you are you want to, to take away vapes from a shot or from the shelves. So essentially what you're doing is you are feeding into the hands of of the the tobacco companies yeah, tobacco. who yeah, who want to you know want people to switch back to cigarettes? It's absolutely absurd. It pisses me off beyond belief because from someone who personally me smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, uh, this is this is yeah. a this is a very very healthy alternative. And I think the facts will come out that the main reason why people are are getting sick from it is because they are meant for people who are weaning off cigarettes, not people in high school. Who just want to feel a buzz or have a jewel sesh or anything like that? So this is this is bad, um, and 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 I couldn't be more pissed about it. Well, and all those all those people who are getting sick, Dino, they were like that was all black market material. That wasn't things from uh, regulated companies like Jewel is, which like it, the the funny thing about it, uh, it came out whenever like the the sixth person or something like that got or maybe died, I don't know, or, or came down really sick. It was like. Uh, you know, vapes kill six people. We got to change laws. Cigarettes kill like 600,000 people a year. Oh, everything's fine here. Like it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, not not a big fan. But boys, this has been great, but it's time. I got to roll. It's a business meeting. I got five minutes. I got to see what the stadium looks like. This has <laughs> been fantastic. JD, I love you to death. Let's go Yanks. Deep Paul, text you during the game at some point. Adios, Senor Pelota. Granky gives up fucking eight. <laughs> Yanks win eight two in a slaughterhouse. Guess what? Going back to going back to Houston up three two. Bet your money on it now. <laughs> Go Yanks. See you, boys. <laughs> See ya. Oh,